0: I love when they get to italicize a foreign word that has like no exact translation. The Mittelstand, the much praised set of millions of mostly medium and small sized family owned firms that make up a huge share of the German economy.
1: But like, yeah, what are what are we actually talking about when we talk about these companies? Um, In addition to, as, as Michelle said, having no exact translation. It doesn't really have an exact definition even in German. Uh, it's, it's used, there's a lot of uh, conceptual slippage. Yeah. So what are we talking about here?
0: Well, the main business lobbying group in Germany, the Bundesverband der deutschen Industrie, the BDI describes the Mittelstand as the heart of Germany's economy and rightly so given that mid-sized firms account for the largest share of the country's economic output, employ about 60% of all workers, provide crucial training, and contribute significantly to corporate tax revenues in Germany.
1: Yeah, and so these the, the term that gets thrown around more in English is like SMEs, small and medium-sized enterprises that's not exact you'll see that as like the translation sometimes that's not exactly right and like i said there's kind of a definitional slippage so estimates of the size of this group of companies varies a lot um the german Economic and climate ministry now they called it, it used to be economics and energy um Habeck, the Habeck's little fiefdom uh, They say, uh, quote, these companies account for more than half of our economic output and almost 60% of jobs. Approximately 82% of apprentices in Germany do their vocational training at an SME. Again, they're using SME to be synonymous with Mittelstand. It's a bit complex. Um, Forbes, they say, uh, in many German towns, the majority of the population is employed by a Mittelstand company. In 2020, these firms accounted for 57.6 percent of Germany's employment and 34 per 34 percent of national revenues. And they say in 2018 they comprised 99.5 percent of Germany's companies. Again, it's, it's unclear. It seems it's high. Like, well, it's I guess that like I guess like a Spatey would also be like. A Mittelstand company, but that's not really what we mean here. But when when people use it, typically they mean like these sort of mid-sized, family-owned manufacturing companies. So Michelle, could you could you help us with some identifying characteristics?
0: Yeah, these are from Wikipedia, and I just I copy and pasted the entire thing because I found it so funny. These are the this is the characterization of a uh, Mittelstand. unternehmen name? Key trait number one. Family ownership or family-like corporate culture.
1: <laughs> Literally, we're a family.
0: Huh? <laughs> Woo! So that one just—that one says it all for me. Um, generational continuity. <laughs> Again.
1: Uh, which, which is a nice way to put um, under-taxed inheritance.
0: <laughs> right. Um, long-term focus. Great independence. Nimbleness. <laughs>
1: Which I don't think is true. Like, these are super conservative companies that have been making, like, a very specific thing for a very long time. Like, I don't see them as that nimble. No, a
0: lot of the articles about them, like, critiqued that, especially... Yeah, they,
1: like, still use fax machines.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They were like, they could be making so much more money if only they weren't so, like, (laughs) pre-modern. And they
1: have super, yeah, they have, like, super... um, Conservative balance sheets too, like they will have like a lot of cash on hand and not a lot of debt because they're so like you know we you know they're Germans. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, next we've got something people love to talk about, which is emotional attachment.
1: Like I said, you need to hug and kiss and cuddle the Mittelstand.
0: <laughs> just a little, your little Mittelstand, and you just like care for them. <laughs> You can like rely on them they're always the same generation after generation
1: (laughs) and so like i said though there's not really a clear understanding of what they are back to the bdi they even say there's no single clear-cut definition based on the definition provided among others they say this is enterprises up to 500 employees and an annual turnover of no more than 50 million that's considered an sme Um, they then say the balance sheet is irrelevant so that, that's how they would define SME. But again, Mitchell stand is slightly different. They're defined by the qualitative level, by the unity of ownership and management. And so, based on this, you know, this is a family business, like we said. Um, and then, companies with more than five hundred employees or sales more than fifty million could belong to the Mitchell stand if they're privately held. What this means is, rather than viewing it, sometimes they say, you know, this sort of this is the intermediate group of companies. But based on this definition, which is how a lot of people define it now, it's actually just sort of more, um, it's more of a vibe. And because it's <laughs> it's family owned, and it has nothing to do with the size. And so based on this definition, like Koch Industries in America would be Mittelstand, even though we know they're one of these like giant, extremely evil companies, like well, I think the biggest privately held company in the u.s and uh, melinda cooper recently had a piece about this in dissent about sort of family capitalism in the u.s and so these huge really um, often very exploitative companies that don't have good labor standards uh, not unionized to the same extent as some of these these larger firms but they're still considered like mittelstand in germany which I think it's a it's a really important kind of slippage and I don't think this definitional slippage I talked about is an accident because it's a way of garnering political sympathy for these companies that they paint as like mom and pop businesses. But many of them are huge with revenue in the billions. But this small tiny image makes them a very politically appealing and influential group.
0: Should we do an example?
1: Yeah, yeah. Take us take us through it.
0: So this example really cracked me up. Because I know we joke a lot about, like, oh, like, there's, like, the one input and, like, some German guy invented this exact screw to these exact configurations and it made him and his grandchildren, like, millionaires, you know? But then they really did interview a screw company.
1: (laughs) Well, I was joking about the screws, but this is, like we literally have a screw company.
0: So, here we have DW... A Deutsche Welle article, one of their English ones about the uh, small but surprising secret to Germany's economic success, where they uh, do a little portrayal of a Berlin based, actually.
1: Wow. Uh, it's not it's not usually where you associate it with, right? Like, this is famously yeah. in kind of the south, like where you were in the southwest and like yeah. Baden Wurttemberg and so on.
0: And the name of this company is Berliner Schrauben, so Berlin Screws. <laughs>
1: Amazing, amazing come name, come on.
0: Um, and they they quote, but the name doesn't quite reveal the full story.
1: Berlin does not screw. <laughs> like,
0: okay, how how?
1: <laughs> tell me more.
0: How interesting can little metal bits really really be? Uh, and they go on to say screws account for sixty percent of turnover. Uh, Berliner Schrauben also supplies Pipe fixtures, dowels so Wood they both, connectors They both
1: screw and lay pipe, that's great
0: And a range of associated Tools And then it's so funny They quote the guy Oh my god The guy, The guy who runs this company, he says You don't notice screws But they hold everything together Isn't that beautiful
1: It's great, you really see how he views his role <laughs> in the world It's like Slightly bitter, but like unsung hero of the the economy. Yeah.
0: Nobody notices me, but But I'm I'm necessary. I'm here.
1: (laughs) That was a preview of our premium episode. You can listen to the whole episode if you become a supporter of Spaß Bremse on Patreon. There will be a link to our Patreon page in the show notes. And if you're not able to support us monetarily right now, we totally get it. There will be another full-length episode coming to your podcast feeds next week. As always, thank you so much for listening. Tschüss!